Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, How can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Then they turned against the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes that he opened. The man replied, He is a prophet. John chapter 9, verses 13 through 17. If we dismissed every preacher or pastor who didn't fully fulfill God's word in their lives, we would of course have nobody left. But how self-righteously easy it is for us to dismiss one's ministry once we've decided that their commitment to God's word is no good. This is how the Pharisees approached Jesus. These religious leaders were the Bible experts of their time, and they were sincerely respected by the Jewish people because of that. They were fiercely committed to God's word and to his ways, and so when the people wanted to know if this miraculous healing of the blind man was from God or not, they brought him to the Pharisees. Once again, as we've already covered, Jesus chooses to heal specifically on the Sabbath. Something in him just seemed to love tweaking the Pharisees on this issue. It's not breaking God's law to help someone else on the Sabbath, Jesus would say elsewhere. Loving people and helping those in need doesn't need to take a day off. But for the Pharisees, this was a deal breaker. God's word clearly said that nothing even remotely resembling work could take place on the Sabbath day. The fact that Jesus was doing work, healing on the Sabbath, disqualified him as a man of God in their eyes. A true man of God would not break God's word, they reason, and honestly, that's a pretty reasonable understanding. But other Pharisees seem to be struggling with the issue, as the miracle of the healing of the man born blind would seem to suggest that God was in this. How else to explain how God's power was so evident? Wasn't the miracle itself proof that Jesus was from God? The struggle over who Jesus is continued and would never stop being a question throughout any of the Gospels. Who is this man? Jesus challenges preconceived notions, and he challenges the understanding of God's word, and challenges the comfort zones of people, and challenges everything that they thought they knew about God, and about the Messiah, and about the kingdom of heaven. In some ways, you can't blame them for struggling. Jesus didn't look the way they thought he would. As discussed yesterday, he didn't fit into the box of their religious expectations. He wasn't concerned about man's opinions of him. He was not contained into crystal clear religious practices or categories. And honestly, why would he be? In C.S. Lewis, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, that book, there's a great line speaking of the lion Aslan, who is a picture of Christ. C.S. Lewis writes, You can't keep him. He's not exactly a tame lion, you know. No, another replies, but he is good. Jesus won't be tamed, kept, or contained, but he is good. He won't fit into boxes, but his goodness is evident throughout the Gospels by the love and devotion and compassion that he shares with people in need. He won't be mastered by anyone. He is the master, but we trust in his goodness. Reflect today on some of the ways that God has surprised you in your life. 
with blessings, with prayers answered, or maybe even ways in which prayers weren't answered. How has Jesus surprised you in your life? And even in the surprise, what did you learn about him through it? 